Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, multi-international human design and manifestation master coach. Human design shares with you the gifts that you were born with. When paired with manifestation, you can have more power, purpose, and profit in your business. Y'all, I'm so excited to share that Velocity Master Coach certification is coming in March. You must get on the wait list, okay? The link is in the show notes, so go ahead and grab that. You know how being stuck feels? You know how being overwhelmed feels? You know how not feeling good enough feels? You know how not getting the results you want feels? This is a system for you and your clients to have velocity. I'm teaching you the very human design and manifestation tools that I use to grow a very expansive and global business with velocity. And the secret is I didn't work more. Actually, it was very the opposite. I worked way less. I aligned with clarity and courage and confidence through this system. And this system that I've created helped me build my global brand with more ease, way more joy, and way more freedom. It's been really, really fun. Actually, I just stopped trying so hard. So this certification is for coaches, leaders, and healers who want a proven system that gives them and their clients a personalized roadmap of what velocity looks like just for them. So jump on the wait list. It's going to be super fun. I can't wait to see you in there. Enjoy the next episode. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business, of your career, and of your life. Human design is a personal development tool that's actually personal. It's mindset work that really works. It's based on the gifts that you were born with, and those gifts back you up. You were born with beautiful gifts, and oftentimes we don't even understand all the gifts that we were born with. And human design shines a light on all of those gifts and helps us understand who we can become so that we can have that powerful, purposeful, profitable business um, that is in our hearts, that was born into our souls. So human design shows you all those gifts and gives you a roadmap of how to achieve those things. I'm so excited to have our guest on today, Chelsea. Chelsea Christensen is a multi-passionate entrepreneur. She was raised by entrepreneurial parents. She always believed she could create her own path. Each business she has created has been a stepping stone to the next. She has found her place working alongside female business owners in various capacities. Alongside a growing business, she was growing babies. She is a mom of four amazing humans, including twins, which I think is amazing. So fun. <laughs> yeah. As I have four, I understand the power of that. <laughs> um, Chelsea is the host of the Dance Growth Podcast, which is currently ranked in the top 3% of global podcasts. Each week, she interviews guests and focuses on growth in all forms. Together, they encourage listeners to embrace all experiences, seasons as a gift of growth. Growth. Chelsea, thank you so much for coming on today. I am thrilled to be here. Oh, it's so good to have you. I'm so glad we connected. And right away, I was like, this, um, you have a story that I want to hear about and you have gifts 
Mm. When you said over your chart, I was like, you have some amazing gifts. And so I was so excited to share those with you today and, um, and to jump into your story as well. It was actually so, it was so cool. This timing of me seeing you and you finding me, it was like, uh, I, people, a lot of people around me talk about human design a lot. And I had this thought, I, I like want to learn more about this. I actually had a coach a while ago who was really into human design and she had had me take the, or fill out the form to be able to get my, my design chart. And so I had it like saved on my phone but I never have taken the time to really understand it or to know it. I had someone look at it once and say like, oh, wow, you're very open. And then I was like, oh, shoot, am I too open? What am I, what, what do I got to close up? Where are, you know, I'm <laughs> like, what's going on here? So then when I saw, when I found you, I was like, oh, okay, this is a great opportunity for me to kind of gain oh. some understanding and hear more about it. I love to know all the things about myself to better understand myself. And so I just love what you're doing and I'm excited to get started. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. I love to get to know our guest uh, before we jump into your reading. So I would love to know, do you have a favorite show or book that you've been really into lately? Oh my gosh. You know what? I am the worst because by the time I get anywhere where I could watch a show, I fall asleep. I it's so every, my husband loves watching shows. He can stay up all night watching shows. And there was a season where watching shows was like exciting to me. And we would stay up to like two in the morning watching 24 or alias or like that season <laughs> and yeah. something, something changed. But the funny part is, is I just bought a TV for my office because I noticed that I feel like I want to, to incorporate some more fun in my day. And so I was like, maybe it's going to be more fun if I learn how to watch shows again, maybe I can watch, <laughs> which is so stupid, but, but it's actually true. I'm like, Oh, maybe that would be fun to have that in background. But I do love books. I love all self-help books. I love, I have a hard time paying attention to, uh, like a, a, a novel or a story or fiction. I don't, I, maybe that's another place I should add more fun into my life, but I just love knowing and understanding. And so, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I just really, the mountain is you is the latest book that I listened to. Oh. Um, it was unbelievable. It is like, if I were to be an author in my next life, that's she, it's like Brianna West, I think is her name. And she just has such a way with words that I just love when people can articulate thoughts and feelings that you have. Uh, and, and I don't know, she just did such a great way of writing that book. So I loved that. I got a lot of great insight from that. I love Jay Shetty. I'm just starting his new book. Uh, so he, he had think like a monk and then eight rules of love is his new book. So I just started that. I just, I just love learning. And so I'm kind of the boring friend where if you get into my audible that you're like this, you just, what, like, is it, what are you, what are you doing here? Just, you know, self-help self-help, but I love it. It's fulfilling to me. And it feels like, I don't know, also learning. Yes, it is. It totally is. Well, it is fun as we jump into your chart, but I just want to point out um, that generate you're a generator. And um, one of the aspects that I coach my generators on is adding more fun into their business, adding more Hilarious. fun into their career. <laughs> that that part yes. 
because you're so like consumed with let's go, 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 let's do, 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 you know, that, that fun seems like it's frivolous or it's not a part mm. of it, but the more fun mm-hmm. you can make your business, the more you're going to thrive within it. So this we'll is, more we, did, we did not even talk about this before yes. we started recording. And I, that is hysterical that I just told you that I feel like I needed to add more fun. And so mm. whatever you're doing with your clients right now, I just validated that because it is true. Like there needs to be a little more fun in the things that we do to keep us going. Yes. And it fills your soul up. Yeah. Um, now do you have a favorite place that you've traveled to? Oh, lately? I love Costa Rica so much. Oh I, yes. Oh, okay. That's on my list. My husband and I are actually going mm. there this summer. So it's, I just, be- yeah, I love it. It's, it's like, I always say it's like Hawaii and Mexico had a baby because it's, it's, it's Mexico because it feels a little foreign. It's a different culture, but it's Hawaii laid back and, you know, but you, the, I don't know, the food's so good. The people are so nice. The water is warm. I guess it depends maybe where you go in Costa Rica, but the place that we have gone a couple of times, it's the water is seriously warm. The ocean water is warm, which mm-hmm. I also believe um, invites less sharks. And so I love that because I don't want to die by shark attack. So, so that's good. But the people are so nice. The bugs are so huge there, which is slightly terrifying, except for, I have the idea that I like it because then at least, you know, they're there. If they're small. Yeah. Yeah. If the bugs are small, then they can just like creepy, creepy crawl to you. If they're this big, like inches big, I'm telling you then at least you see them. You're like, Oh, this is like a giant grasshopper, but at least I know it's there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh my goodness. That is amazing. Okay. So I love Hawaii so yes, much. Me too. Um, and I'm going to Mexico on a business retreat in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And so, um, but Costa Rica has been on my list. So that now is, you know, so they're going to make it's the baby of it's Hawaii baby. and Mexico. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's perfection. Oh my yep, goodness. I love, love that. It. Love it. Well, I am so excited to dive into your chart and you know, your chart, when you got it, it, there's so much to it. And so what, um, I am so good at is seeing the messages that need to come through and Mm. seeing the areas that we need to hit. And so intuitively, I'm, it's like a soul reading really, you know? And so we're going to go through your chart, those, um, parts that really spoke to me. And so we always want to start with, uh, being a generator, your type, you know, when we're looking at human design, the more we can lean into our type, the, um, more strides we're going to make, the faster we're going to move within our, uh, businesses and the more um, satisfied and happy that we're going to feel because we're aligned. You know, we think of a yeah. car, you know, going on um, a highway where there's lots of traffic, it can't go very fast, but learning, leaning into our type is like being on an open road and we can just go as fast as we want to go because we're using those gifts of being within who we truly are meant to be and become. So you as a generator, your strengths and gifts are you have this immense sustainable energy. You're like this workhorse of abundant energy. You can go, go, go. You can have the energy to finish tough projects, to hit your goals that you want to. And especially when you're working in your wholehearted work, it doesn't feel like work. You almost renew those energies as you're working in your wholehearted work and you're doing what really fuels you 
for generators is especially important because you have so much energy that you use those energies towards your passions and not towards just things that are, um, oh, well, I guess I could do this. You know, I do have all this energy. So sign me up for everything, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. So been there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And really, um, when you do that, your energy is magnetic. It's amazing. When you do what you love, others are inspired because of all your energy and your passion and you exude this um, and and they want to collaborate with you. They want to be a part of your world because of that. And people are drawn to you because of it's awe-inspiring how much you can get done, especially within that passionate work. So you know it's interesting though, if if I can say this, I also and maybe you can have some guidance for this because I get when um people contact me or talk to me, the Mm -hmm. first thing that so many people say is like, I know you're busy. I'm sorry to bother you. I know you're busy. I'm sorry to bother you, but that feels so bad to me. But I think from an outside perspective, when they're seeing you like do this, then they automatically assume that you're too busy or it's I'm, I'm an inconvenience to you. So what do you say about that? Well, what they're looking at, they're seeing this person. That's like this energizer bunny, right? And whenever, um, like we stop things in motion, people are like, oh, I'm so sorry to you to interrupt and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's, they're sensing that they're stopping you in motion. Mm. So what you can do is just really validate like, Hey, I have time for you. I see you. I want to help out, you know? And so, um, people just, you know, they're like, this is impressive what we're seeing. So I don't want to interrupt, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. And I've never really thought of it in that way. I'm Mm -hmm. always like, Oh, they, this is so sad. They don't think I care about them. They don't think I have time for them. They don't think, but that makes so much sense that it's like, they see this energetic flow in motion and they're feeling like they are interrupting it. And so I love that. That's, that's really cool. I always make a rule with the people close to me that you cannot apologize for asking, asking something of me or talking to me like, you can't, that makes me feel bad. So I'm like, just, you know, I'm, I'm here. And so I guess a way that, so me just showing them that we are continuing the motion together and that there's not only one way of the pattern of that energy. Yeah. And and that makes sense. Yeah. And telling them, thank you so much for reaching out or asking, Mm, you know, that that type of thing, you know? So Um, so well, you have had a lot of different careers and you have a lot of different things going on and, um, stuff like that. Did you always notice that you had all this energy or were you like, that's just what I do, you know, type of thing? Yeah, I think that was really normal in my household growing up too. Like we were all, excuse me, we all had a lot going on. We all had, you know, but, but especially me, I've always been really interested in a lot of different things. I was like a dancer and a softball player and I tennis and singing and, you know, all the different things. So I loved, I loved, um, kind of exploring all the parts of me that maybe had talents or gifts or different types of people being around different types of people. Cause there were different types of people in each place. So I think I liked that as a, a, you know, a young person. And then as I grew, as I've grown, I noticed that I, I like things like, I like to have my attention in a lot of different areas, but I also really like when they can all kind of support each other and, and come back together. I have noticed when I put myself in a place that maybe it doesn't tie back in, that's when it's like, 
I'm, I'm driving this car and like holding on to something out the window, maybe, <laughs> you know, yes. and so, and I don't like that feeling, but I definitely like to, uh, yeah, I love having my hands in different places to keep the energy moving. And that makes so much sense because generators are really good at doing their thing and doing it better and better and better. Mm. And so it's when you have something that doesn't kind of fit within the scope of work, that's like something out here, that's going to feel disconnected and just know that that's a sign that like, oh, you know what? It's probably not for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, cause you're trying to make what you're building better and better, not adding things um, like another design type like a manifesting generator, they could have multi-passionate, like they could go from knitting business to a, like, a, oh, I don't even, uh, you know, business coaching, you know, yeah. they're mm-hmm. completely separate, like an Etsy to a, you know, whatever, you know, um, Excel spreadsheet mm-hmm. type of thing. No, so, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're focusing on what you do and make it better and better, that's where gens are so powerful is seeing those micro betterments and knowing like, okay, here's what this is. Now we can make a change, which is so interesting to me because your mission is growth is mm-hmm. that dance of growth. And that's like, it's such a generator tagline. Like <laughs> so I glad. love it with my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so tell me, how did that dance of growth like come about? Like, how did that, you know, it's, it, it's kind of interesting because, so I had a podcast mic sitting on my desk for literally three years and it just sat there and I was like, I know I want to use my voice, which is funny because my voice was the thing as a child that was used against me. Like you're too loud. Mm-hmm. You talk too much little girl that talks fast and loud, you know, all of those. And we had six kids in my family. So it was whoever talked the fastest or the loudest. That's who was heard. It wasn't like this rude thing, but, but in other situations, then it was this rude thing, or it was like, your voice isn't good enough or it's, you know, so, so I, I but I got to a place where, what was that one app where you, do you remember the app that you could get on and lead just a call? Um, it was very short lived. It was like a broadcast, like people would just come on, follow you. And then they'd come on and they would talk and you would just like kind of talk. And I can't remember what it was called. It was like, no, I- like vine. It was like vine. And then it was like, um, tell, oh, I can't remember what it was called. Anyways, do you know what it was called? Yeah, I think so, but I don't remember the name. I know. All. Okay. So I just remember, <laughs> I totally but get I- it. But I remember being on that app and watching yeah. someone and I was like, I don't know exactly what it is that I have to share. I know, well, I know that I have a lot to share and I wish I was brave enough to like actually just stand up and start talking. I wish I was brave enough that I would, you know, facilitate these conversations. And I'm also like, Utah is a strange place where we're so connected to, there's so many of us who are in business and entrepreneurs and mothers, and there's just a lot of connection interweaving in our lives. And so I found myself like having these amazing conversations with some really incredible women. And I just kept thinking, I want everyone to hear these conversations. Like I know everyone doesn't have access to this, but I want them to, like, I want them to hear. So that microphone just sat on my desk for years. Um, in the meantime, I, you know, was showing up on social media, running my screen printing shop. And that was just never going away for me. I knew I was going to, I just didn't know what I actually didn't know what I wanted to call. It was a huge part of it. And I didn't want it to be my name. Cause I was like, I don't want this to be about me. Like, I also didn't want it to be like chat with Chelsea. Like I didn't want it to be, it was so hard for me to choose a name and, but it was always on my mind. Right. 
and dance has always been a big part of my life. Um, you know, I was a dancer. I taught dance. I dance with my girls, um, on Instagram, sometimes TikTok. We, during quarantine, we were dancing a lot and I just like, that's such a big part of how I shift and change my energy is through movement and all of these things. And one day I was driving to our family cabin. I was taking my daughter and her friends and I just like had this download and it just came and it was like the dance of growth. And all of a sudden in that moment, it said the dance of growth in my mind. And I had this visual of like, of course, because dance, like what if dance looked the same move, the same pattern, the whole entire routine, like there would be no impact. What if we only did one style of dance? It would be boring. What if there was only one way to move? I also thought of like toddlers. And when you watch a toddler, like the music turns on and they don't like say, this is how I move or mom, how do I move? No toddlers ever said, mom, how do I move? They just feel the music and then they just start moving. No rules. Right. And so I just, I was like, oh my gosh, growth really is like a dance. And that's where it came from. (laughs) That's so beautiful. That's, and that, dancing, you know, like, um, is such a metaphor for, uh, you know, how we can get in our heads or totally. how we can get out of our heads, you know? Yep. And, um, I was one of my one-to-one coaching clients. I was like that, I'm, you know, where I'm going to play out all the strategies and tactics, but that everybody has best practices. The yeah. 95% of business is in your head mm-hmm. and working around those limiting beliefs, working around those hangups and fears and glass ceilings that we put on our own head. And if you can do that work, you are so brave and you are so magnificent that you will succeed because nothing will stop you because you believe in yourself relentlessly. Yeah. You don't care what other people think you feel into like it. Like a toddler, you know, you know? Yes. like a toddler. They, and, and that's the thing is like, is we put so many rules. We put so much expectation on, or what we think is right. What we think others want from us when really we know inside, like all we have to do is listen like a toddler to the music and start moving. I also think that it's fascinating. There are so many studies that, that show when you get up and you move your body, like your brain changes. It's, it is actually a physical thing that happens. You, you know, release the dopamine. You, you, it's a, it's a energetic shift when you actually just like get up and move, you know, shake it off, shake it off. Yes, exactly. That, that is so beautiful. And, um, another, thank you for asking about that. I don't know that anyone, I like, I haven't had like a deep conversation with someone about, about where that came from. So that was fun. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, and again, I love hearing the stories and it shows, Mm -hmm. it shines a light so much on the gifts and the divine purpose that we're, that Mm. you're here to do, you know? So, um, you're validating me in this. Thank you. That feels good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, also, uh, as part of being a generator, one thing that generators need to watch out for um, is this overcommitment, right? Mm-hmm. Committing to t- so many things because you have so much energy and you can do so much and people see that, right? Yeah. Um, and you say yes to a lot of things. So really when you're saying yes to things, be in tune with your gut response, you know? Um, and there's an inner authority. We won't get to that today, but um, that also helps you make those 
real in tune decisions, but also watch out for self-sabotage as far as not taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So this kind of burnout, you know, that generators can go, 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 you know, they can do, 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 do all the things. Um, and they're not, and they're taking care of everything else, everybody else. And they put themselves in the last place. Uh, and they get in these cycles of burnout. Now you mentioned you have a lot of open centers and you do, you have, and we'll get into that in a few minutes, but with having a lot of open centers, you're taking on a lot of other people's information. So emotional information, intuition information, which also makes you an amazing coach because you can feel of that unspoken um, story before your clients even say that. So that makes you get incredible intelligence from them. Um, but what also happens is with all those open centers and is that you hold on to their stuff. You're holding on to their emotions, to their feelings and thoughts, um, as well as your family. So really making sure that there's a practice for you as a generator and as a, someone that has a lot of open centers to have some alone time to like um, say, you know what, this is this person's not mine, you know? Have you noticed um, cycles of burnout in your career? And yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, there was like this pivotal time where I didn't real like no one really talked to me about this kind of stuff growing up, right? I could I could feel I always felt I knew how everyone else was feeling. I mm -hmm. I was so aware, so in tune. I was like in situations where I was like, I got to help this person and then know exactly what's going on. But also I didn't know what was going on. Cause I was young and I was little, you know, if from the outside perspective, people would have never under, you know, they would have been like, well, you meet, how do you know? You don't know. And I've always known, and I've always felt, um, but I came to a place where I realized that I was trying to carry like my sister's loss of her child. Mm -hmm. I was trying to carry my friend's, you know, horrible divorce. I was trying to carry my children's figuring out who they were. I was trying to carry like all of these things. And I listened to a book called the book of joy. And it's like the archbishop and the Dalai Lama. And there was a question to the Dalai Lama of like, how are you able to truly sit with people and be with them and love them and help them? And then like, not just die, you know, not, not like just burn out. And he, he spoke about how he, like when he's with someone, he is so with them. And as he walks away, he has this practice of like, I let go of all that does not serve me. And a lot of times we believe when we're carrying stuff for other people that we're helping them, but if it's not ours, we can't fix it. And if it's not ours, we can't, we don't need to carry it because otherwise we're just packing our bags full of these rocks that are just going to stay there. And so that jumped out at me so big and so strong, like, oh my gosh, I let go of all that does not serve me. And I want to show up as fully like beautifully well as I can. And if I'm carrying things that don't belong to me, it's almost like they're blocking the, the ability for me to show up. And so I've had that. I run through that. That runs through my mind a lot. I also love the visual of like each of us having this container and we are the only ones that actually belong in the container. And we're willing to invite people in and to help them. But like when you're feeling really overwhelmed or when you're feeling like, 
um, exhausted or anxious than to stop and look like, who am I bringing into this container with me? And who do I need to like invite out of the container? Do I need to close my door a little bit? Do I need to, you know, and at the end of the night, it's, it's actually true that we need to push everyone back into their own containers. Like I'm a very, very visual person. So this was helpful for me. Like, oh, I'm, I'm laying in bed and I have seven people in my container with me and I can't do anything for them in this moment, right? I'm laying in my bed. What am I going to do? You know? So going, okay, hmm, I'm going to just let this, I'm going to let this out. I'm going to let you go back to your homes. You're going to go live in your own containers. If we need to meet back again tomorrow. Okay. Which might sound crazy, but it has been a really, really great practice for me. That's beautiful. And that's such a beautiful way of vision seeing it, you know, like, okay. Yeah. I have to visualize things. I think. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's so beautiful. And it really does release that because you do carry a lot, which gives you such benefit as a coach. Um, but it also is a lot to have. So, um, continuing with your center. So now a center on your chart is on that body graph and a center has gifts. And when it's a center that is defined, it's covered in, and that means you always have those gifts with you all the time. Now, when it's undefined, it means those gifts can be harnessed by mood, environment, mm-hmm. um, and different types of inspiration from others, you know? Yeah. And so there's no good or bad to having lots of emotion, you know, open centers or, or undefined or defined centers, the ones that are covered. No wonder in- why she was scared. Cause I think she had a lot of clothes, like the colored in ones. And so when she saw mine and that probably feels really safe to her. Yes. And so, so mine felt like, oh, that feels like, oh, there's a lot of influence, but I think I actually like being an open, like, I think I like being open. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tell me, tell me more. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. So I have the, um, on my chart, I only have two defined centers, which is exactly, you have two defined centers. Your centers okay. are different than mine, <laughs> but I used to think when I was first learning about my design, well, you know, like, man, I must not have these gifts, but the cool thing about it is there's that intelligence from other people that we can receive. And we, it's like, um, you know, this waterway going back and forth from other people and this give and take, and it doesn't mean that we can't, um, you know, come up with brilliant ideas, you know, and it doesn't mean that we can't, you know, have a real intense drive. It just means that there's a little more ebbs and flows to that, but it also means the beauty of having the ability to see people, to feel into it, to be empathetic and to be intuitive with others. And that's where the open centers come in to like, understand like, oh, someone's having this idea because it just came to you as well. So verifying their idea so it all works together in this really connective way. I guess that's what it is. Open centers connect mm. um, and define centers are kind of um, their own like driving force. Do you know, does that, Which make- if you look at like the core human needs, you know, are you familiar with those? It's like, there's like, you know, the core human needs that we all have all of them, but mm-hmm. there's priority. And my number one priority is absolutely connection. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, there, yeah. And that makes perfect sense. And the more connection that you have, mm-hmm. the more that you're um, going to flourish and, and abundance and all the things, and you're going to feel aligned with those passions and energies. So with um, your chart, you also have, there's a lot of power within the open centers when you have a lot of gates around those open centers. Now gates are, um, they're halfway lines going from one energy center to the another energy center. 
And you have a lot of gates on the Ajna. The Ajna is towards the top of the chart. And you, that Ajna's job is inspiration and point of view. Now I'm gonna list off the, the gates that you have surrounding that. And you can see how just because you don't have a defined center, you have all these other gifts mm. that help with inspiration and point of view. So you have gate 11 and this is, my mind is full of brilliant ideas. You're a fountain of ideas and they just come out of nowhere. And then gate 24 is my perspective is invaluable. You think in the zoomed in and the zoomed out perspective and it just magnifies everything. And then gate 47 is, I honor my inner knowing and trust it. You have these downloads and revelations. So I would love to hear your thoughts as I um, talked about those. Yeah, no, I mean, that's something that I have really had to, especially being in this industry of like speaking or coaching, um, there's a lot of ways that people will tell you, you should do things or even like certifications, you should be this certified or you should be this. And, and to me, it was so hard because I would go and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to certify in this thing. But then I was like, that feels like abandoning my knowing and my trusting my, what I know, because I'm going to go try to learn how, what someone else knows, but I have always known and so developing and people ask me, like, they'll ask me a question and, and I'll give an answer and they'll say, how do you know that? And I'm like, I ask, and then I know, and that feels like it feels like it could be misunderstood as prideful, but honestly, it's, it has taken me so much practice of humility in actually understanding that that is a gift that if I ask, then the majority of the time I will know. And if I don't know the answer, then I at least know that I'm going to be directed or guided to someone who does know it's even like this. It's even like this human design conversation that we're having. It's like, I want to know. And so I asked the question, like, I like want to know more about this and I didn't know the answers, but somehow I found you. And so just know, like trusting that. And, and it's hard to tell people that that's a really hard thing to say to people, especially people who are very logical or who are very well-educated or has spent all their times with all these certifications or these things. They're like, what do you mean? Like you, you know, it feels arrogant to them, I think in some ways, but really it is I have had to completely tap into the ultimate humility of just saying, here I am, like, this is what I know. And this is how I know. And, and I am willing, always willing to speak and to open up and to share and to connect and to teach what I know. Yeah. And you don't have to quantify it by any sort of like, you know, spreadsheet list or anything like that. No, because like a spreadsheet list makes me want to die, right? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> those, that's actually take me out of my gifts and my power is like, yes. put me in a, a spreadsheet or like this intense thing that is like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah. And well, and it totally, um, like supports your growth, you know, mm -hmm. it supports that expansion. It ex it's selling, telling you if you can trust yourself, like, Hey, this is what I know. And, mm -hmm. and this is how I know. 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's not, there's not an explanation behind it. And then there doesn't have to be, you know, the interesting part, there is one part that is kind of hard that I'm actually think I'm like kind of working through right now mm-hmm. is like, I feel like I've developed such a like trust and knowing with myself yeah. that sometimes it's like scary to hope that other people know or trust you in the same way, almost like you would just rather keep it to yourself rather than being open to like putting it out there and then, then being misunderstood or then people not knowing or understanding or not like, you know, does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Totally. Well, it is a very vulnerable process, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's not like explainable, like, okay, you know, I know because I know like, here's my paper. Like I certified in this thing, you should trust me and you should know, but I'm like, have a conversation, you know, let's have a conversation or let's like be in this room together. Let's have these. And, and I always will know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the um, part too, that kind of backs up this is your deep connection with others, you Mm -hmm. know, and people can feel that once they're like, Oh, you know what? I can sense her passion or her energy or her um, emotion around this. So I get it in that way. And logical people, you know, are going to have a harder time, but but that's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm married to one. Okay. Oh, Like I'm like literally married to an engineer who is, I mean, he's like this civil engineer who he does not like, he's like, what do you mean energy? What does that mean? What does that even mean? What do you know? What, what, like knowing, knowing if he doesn't like, if he cannot make an an equation of it, it like doesn't exist, you know? So it's interesting. It is. It's very interesting. Yeah. But lean into that and and that, um, you'll be surrounded by people that are drawn towards that Mm. because they also want to feel that in their lives and business. Um, One more part on your chart that I wanted to go into is around your throat. Now the throat is the third one down um, and it's undefined, but I want to show you the power of all the gates that you have surrounding the throat. Now the throat's job is communication and you have four gates uh, surrounding the throat, attached to the throat. And Gate number 12 is my voice makes a powerful impact on the world. You speak and people pay attention. So the fact that you're doing your podcast and you're speaking with others is tapping into this. And then gate 33 is my insights create magic when I share them. So sharing what you've contemplated is really important um, to keep that story and that growth going. And then gate 35 is my soul is a story keeper and a storyteller. You collect data on life and you like to experience life and then pass on what you learned. And then gate 62 is the, my magic happens one step at a time. You notice small things, details and facts and information, and you create these small steps that stack upon each other that make this magic happen. And through this one step at a time, it just opens up this space of expansion. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on how, and you've seen those support you in your business. I see you're laughing and smiling. I I know I'm like, okay. So my first question is like, how similar are people's charts? Like are all, are all the charts the same? That's what I got to (laughs) know. Oh my goodness. No. So, um, I do, because this um, feels eerily like what, how, like, how is this so real? I I don't know the number, but I have done tons and hundreds of chart readings 
And there are hundreds of combinations, hundreds. And the fun thing is, it doesn't matter like where you were born, like what demographic mm-hmm. you were in. It's pinpoints people from Europe, in the UK, down to Australia, to all over the place. They're all, they're like, oh my gosh, how did you know? How did you know my soul need it? said that? You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. on your chart. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's actually could not be more spot on for me. Um, it's interesting because like, I've had to really get, like I, I shared with you kind of courageous with the willingness to share my voice in, and because a lot of experience growing up too, was your voice will cause conflict. And it wasn't me personally, that wasn't my experience, but it was, um, learned by watching other people that when they would say things or like the conversation was a conflict. Right. So it was like, and I didn't, I want to avoid conflict at all costs. And so I'm like, I guess I'll just not say anything. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. If I say something, if I speak a truth, someone's going to like reject it. And it's funny because I have just felt so much over the last, you know, few years, five, 10 years, like I just have to talk like, (laughs) and then that sounds like, I'm like, I just have to, like, I have to share with these words and, you know, it's like you share the words and, and, and I do, if you like, I don't even think you've seen my Instagram yet. I don't know. But if you went on my Instagram, I mean, it is full of just life lessons that are, or lessons from, from experience of nature or people or life. And they're all turned into these life lessons. And this is just what I share. I just like, I speak to life experience and, and how I, what I've learned from it and how we can all learn from it. Um, that's literally what I do. Oh my gosh. That's giving me chills. Like literally like I'm getting emotional because that's so powerful. It really is. And, and and it shows the power of leaning into what you are Mm -hmm. meant to do. And I often think to myself, what if I had known all this, all my gifts, like 20 years ago, you know, like how much farther would I be or, or, um, what a great tool that this is to tell myself, Yes, this mm-hmm. is what I'm meant to do. So when those rough times come, because we know in growth, mm-hmm. they yeah. always come that, yes, I was born with this. I yeah. am meant to do this work. Mm-hmm. And there is so much opposition. Like I actually have a reel that was just recent that said like your superpowers will always be, will be used against you. And it's so true because when we are, when we step into our gifts, it is threatening to others because they sense and feel like the power that is coming. And maybe it's a power that they have in themselves. And so they're like not using it. And they're like, oh, I feel that. And that feels mm-hmm. familiar to me, but it's something I've maybe abandoned or that feels bad. So I don't like it. Or maybe it's something that they, you know, maybe they don't even know it's not familiar to them. And so there will always be this thing, like the resistance when we are, you know, tapping into those strengths and those power. I actually, now I think I'm so aware of it that mm-hmm. I can feel a physical, like when I'm holding back or when I'm not like sharing, I can feel, it's almost like a physical, like close here in my throat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, why are, why is this closed? Like, why does this feel heavy in my throat? Like, mm-hmm. what do I need to say? And I've sort of like made an agreement with myself and actually God that when things come to me that I'll speak them. And because I 
that's my desire is to, to know and to want to know. And, and recently, actually, even this is a silly example, but this lady walked into a room and I didn't know her. And I like, to me, I I had the thought, you know, you are sunshine. You are like love. You are fun. You are kind. And so eventually throughout the night at the end, I kind of ran into her and I was like, just, you know, put my hand on her arm. And I was just like, you walked in the room and I just like, was like, you are sunshine and you are light and you are so fun. And I should know you, you know, and we had this conversation and, and what turned out was that, um, she ended up sharing, not even to me, but to someone else, like I've been in a really hard, dark place um, naturally I am sunshine. I am fun. I am light. Uh, and people love me. And she's like, and this girl, I didn't know she, you know, she said those words to me. And it was like this reminder of myself, like, yes, you know what? It feels dark right now, but you are this, you are that. So I kind of have like almost taken on, uh, I'm like, if you will give me the words, like I I'll speak them, you know? That's so stunning. Yeah. the And letting those roll, you know, and being in tune enough to, and courageous enough to do that because it's not always, um, you know, comfortable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There like, I didn't even know this girl or yeah. she was going to be like, who are you? Why are you talking to me? Yeah. Why would you like, I had no idea what the response would be, you know? Yeah. But you touched her life. And that's the thing going into that flow of just allowing those messages to come across Mm. and being that open, um, vessel, I guess, to say, Hey, this is what's going on. That's exactly what living your design means and what helps expand your growth and your reaching to other people. So Mm. Kelsey, this has been so great. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being on. This has been I'm grateful. Thank you for using your gift and your knowledge in, in this work. Cause I think it's, I think it's awesome. And I think that anytime that we can see parts of ourselves or be validated in different ways, like that really just encourages more growth and more depth and um, more loving and accepting, which is something we all need. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Well, I would love for our audience to connect with you. So where, um, where can they find you? I'm most on Instagram. It's just at Chelsea Christensen and I'm Chelsea Christensen.com. Um, and then the dance of growth podcast is wherever all podcasts are, are, are shared. So perfect. Great. And we'll have all those in the show notes. Amazing. And, um, listeners, thank you so much for listening and being on with us today. Please screenshot this, put it in your stories and tag Chelsea and I, and we'll shout you out as well. So thank you all for being on today and let's rise to thrive. Thank you for being a part of this episode. Do you want to know all the things about your human design chart? I get that question all the time. Grab your iridescent human design reading. It's a private podcast, human design reading. Each episode dives into a part of your chart and it's about 30 episodes with my eyes on your chart and then giving you an iridescent action step because it's one thing to know about your human design. It's one thing to know how you operate, what are your gifts, but it's a next level to do something about it. So thank you again for being part of this episode. Screenshot this episode, throw it in your stories and tag me and I'll shout you out as well. Send me a message on Instagram. I love connecting with the viewers and listeners. 
Um, make sure you subscribe to the episodes and I would love it if you can leave a review. I love hearing from you and connecting with you. Check out the show notes for all things of this episode and more ways we can connect and work together. Let's rise to thrive. <laughs>